Why did, why did they name that white boy Percy Jackson? <laughs> you mean the lightning thief, Percy Jackson? And then, and then be like, and he's a lightning thief. Hey, Angelique. Oh, hi, Karma. We're back. We can't. We made it. <laughs> I'm. I'm really excited about our guest today. I, I was. We were. It's funny. We. It was sort of a last minute thing, and she agreed to come on our show, and I was so hey. excited. <laughs> uh, uh, please disregard that voice in the background. Um, that may sound like Jean Grey, but I assure you, Jean Grey did did come to this episode. She really did. <laughs> in fact, she won't leave. <laughs> oh man, no, seriously, I'm really excited. Jean Grey got a chance to come. Uh, it was very inspiring, and it's a vibe. Yes. Hey. Oh my God, and that's what I was gonna say. Angelique had her pun partner. Oh, because it's all about the puns. It was punny as fuck, <laughs> and I was here for every minute of it. And we talked about how she was in music, and she was a minister, and she do all the things. Yes, and we even had a, a moment that we connected over dance. It was very, uh, but yeah, guys, uh, Karen Mahorn <laughs> has a lot of feelings about dance, <laughs> and I learned a lot about. Uh, child trauma yeah and um, <laughs> the arts yes yep. this is my slogan <laughs> child trauma and the arts <laughs> alright uh, we gotta go let uh, that voice uh, which I'm neither confirming nor denying is Jane Grey uh, free uh, you should just listen to the episode listen to the podcast <laughs> Welcome to the Radical Geeks. My name is Angelique Roche. Oh, and I'm Karima, a.k.a. The Blurred Girl. Man, I just tossed that to you. Yeah. This is going to be a fun episode, <laughs> yes. ladies and gentlemen, and all those of all genders. Actually, you know what? Folks with an X. And we have a really dope guest with us today, Karima. We do. I'm excited. Oh, who is it? <laughs> oh, When are they coming? It's you. You're, yeah. you're already it's here, right? real Damn dark man. Are you here? Oh, man. Yeah. Kind of. Ish. Are any Ish. of us? I don't know. That's oh, a, here we go. I don't know if we have enough and time in this podcast this to explore that. Yeah. Uh, so we have Jean Grey Ooh. is with us. This is what I love about Jean Grey. Uh, she's not just a lyricist, a producer, a minister. She's also an improv right artist, a comedian, a dancer, um, yeah, gamer. Yeah. Uh, parody artist. This is, this yeah. is why polymath is, mm -hmm. is the wonderful Yeah, no, we'd way. actually be sitting here all day doing Naming your resume. Nobody wants that. But just to get out of the way, uh, the first time I saw mm -hmm. you, and we've talked about this before, mm -hmm. I actually had the pleasure of seeing you for the first time, which was the first time I ever saw a black woman lyricist perform live. That's sad. I know. We can talk That's about that. Sad. Yeah. But All thankfully right. there was you. Um, yeah. And you were performing, I believe it was a 930 club. I'm pretty sure it was a 930 club. Was it well, a... It was 14 years ago. Was it a, was it a, was it a tour with like a bunch of us? It was a bunch of y'all. Was it like... Reese it was, was like there, you, right? It was Reese, Reese, Black Star, and you. Who, by the way... Okay, Reese, that was different. Reese it, was totally underrated also. It was oh, like, yeah. Reese was, was amazing. amazing. Well, I mean, I, I, th I think there's, there's a... a 
a, a lot of especially uh, black women who aren't doing something that falls in an exact lane or, or uh, you know, that people feel the need to uh, categorize into some other sort of subgenre. Like yeah. they won't say that what she's doing is R&B. They'll say it's alternative. And so when people immediately look at it, they're like, well, I don't know what the fuck alternative is. I don't want that. And they don't go for it, which is crazy right. because if you look at the trend and I think, and I think we're probably going to get deeper in this tonight just because of your work and how you've branched out and things that interest you throughout your journey is that it ends up changing the paradigm mm -hmm. of the artscape for mm -hmm. those who are listening to it, but because people aren't aware of the artist, they don't realize that it can sometimes be, and I'm going to be nice with this word. No, der don't. Derivative. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, very much. Yeah. Very much so. Speaking of words, you were the first person that I heard say that first female rapper that I heard say that they don't want to be called a female rapper or a FMC. And I thought that was fabulous. Yeah. Well, FMC is stupid. Um, <laughs> it's not a thing. Um, and I, I just, it's, I, I don't see the need to put anyone's gender before their job ever at, at anything. At anything. I just don't we understand. Don't say Unless we're doing it around the board. Ah, like yeah, because you call it a... No, you don't. MMMC? So, so, so uh, unless you're making it all completely equal, then then I don't understand. And, but it's, it's the same thing that what happens again is being put, um, like there's, I, I found that anytime an interview was being done, and I found this out very early on, that something always, uh, some sort of adjective always preceded my job. Yeah. Like they had to put something. They either had to put uh, South African, or they had to put female. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they put both. Sometimes I've heard uh, nerdcore. I was like, where the fuck did you get that from? You just, just something else in front of it so that it puts it in some sort of other subgenre so mm -hmm. that you're not able to compete on the same field. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's a, it's a qualifier. It's a qualifier that. Yeah. Oh, and and then places. you get and then you get well like your um the compliment that people uh, thought they were giving me for years which is uh, you're as good as this is my favorite as good as most men I was like there's so much it's such a loaded there's so many things wrong with that sentence <laughs> as as good as men already bad but then right. like as good, good as, as like most men like wow like, well, which ones wow. which what most can you give me a list of who most I've is? asked for list I've asked for list of course you did <laughs> um and 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 I and I also think and, and for me it it always generally takes away from the fact that I'm like, I'm not here to be like, you know, I wasn't there to be competing in the field to be like, we're all equal. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm here to, to kill you. I want to write faster than you when we're in the studio. I want to murder you on the stage. So like every time I would leave the stage I'd, and someone Dead was going bodies. on after, I'd be like, don't slip. There's a lot of blood out there. So could you say that Jean Grey came to slay? Uh, always, she, it's, it's, it's she always needs puns. Puns make her happy. Just I, agree. I, I see this. Do make I see happy. what's happening. But you know who's very good at puns? Nod and smile. Jean Grey is yeah. very I'm good at puns. I'm all right. Mm. It, it depends on the day. It it depends. It depends. No, but you're right. But it's that level of it depends. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just it's fascinating to me because I've everybody has known you for your music, but there's so many things. The first time I heard the term polymath, it was associated with you. And I was like, that makes sense. And my resume could have been shorter had I known that word. It, 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 it's a thing, and I don't think it's it's a word that's uh, taught to us in general, and then I don't think it's a word that's taught to us in general. Um, and uh, it's it's a uh, comes from a very long line of white men who were, were who praised think, for being polymaths. Black people math. I don't know. No, I love, <laughs> I love mathing um, as much as I can. I think the the most frustrating part is is uh, when you keep telling people what you want to be called. And they insist that they love you and they're su- they support you and they're behind you and they will not pay attention well. to what you're saying. Don't call me that. I'm telling you what to call me. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think that's interesting. And you've had like a dope journey. And I think it's it's an example to a lot of particularly black women who they felt like, oh, I need to pick one. I need to check a box and just do a thing. Yeah. So where, like, where does, where does one start on the journey of being a polymath besides just being like, get the fuck out of my face? <laughs> that, and then get, uh, I guess, get the fuck out of your own face is a, oh, is a big what? deal for everybody. Well, wow, that's true. I heard true. you say that once, like, we explain ourselves too much. We explain ourselves far too much. And then most the time the time spent that you could be learning something else, you're sitting there explaining your shit to someone. And you're like, you know what? At a certain point, you're like, if you don't fucking get it, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't do that right now. I can't now. help you. I, I have to go practice my sword studying. I don't, I don't I, have time for this. Why I am have I, to go practice just, murder. Just look it up. There's the internet. <laughs> if you don't understand what it is, like, go or solve your own fucking problems. Write a one-woman play. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm so tired. So you have, wait, wait. And the one-woman play was about? Um, uh, it's, it's a Joe's pub, uh, from July 11th to the 13th. So three nights. Um, and everybody listening is required to go. I don't care if you don't live in the state, figure it out. And, uh, I'm also, I also in parentheses in my head, it's called, uh, I decided to call it genius. Um, but also in my head, I'm calling it uh, shit. Nobody asked for, which is like literally my life right now. That's yeah. Awesome. That, just, that I know that I, I, feel I do too much. <laughs> I do too much. And I'm like, Gene, you could have gotten on that stage and, and read a book. You could have done that, but no, I'd watch that. I, I would, would watch that. I mean, what kind of book I, though? Are we talking like, well, my, my first thought <laughs> was that I was going to do a uh, fireside, uh, dramatic readings as Bane. Then I will break you. Which I'm still open to. Still do this, please. Yeah, yeah. At some point. Um, okay. So awesome. I need y'all to let that sink in. She just said fireside romantic reading. I didn't say romantic. I, I don't know why you want to. She's faint as a lot of breathing. I just added it. It was in my head. I felt like it needed to she go. She's like there. erotic readings. <laughs> See now you just did just on a bearskin rug. I don't. See, by the Bear end skin of this, it's going to be a completely bears. different show. How did we get back to bears? <laughs> That's true. Oh, my God. Happy Pride. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so much. We're referring to the Jericho Hidden uh, episode for those of you who are regular listeners. Yes. Oh. Bears and black people are in every episode so, now. So, ah, so cool. this show, yes. uh, the show yeah, is... Um, 
I decided very early on, uh, and, and I knew it would be a difficult thing to do. I chose the name Genius, which was also the name of an album that I did with Ninth Wonder. Um, and a lot of times when people <laughs> refer to that album, uh, they seem to think that it was somehow uh, his mastermind. I knew you were uh, going uh, taking and you were guests and you were the guests right. on it. Right. But it's literally your album with your uh, name on it. Yes, it is. And he just came in looking for the bathroom. And it, and it's actually it's actually the the, right the, on, the only album that I've never either fully produced or not produced on. And I was like, oh okay. And but, I you, see. but you learned that lesson quick. So yeah, so I, what I wanted to do is uh is to take the power of the name back because it was my name before anything so that when there's Google searches uh, after the run happens that the first thing to come up will not be the album but it will be my full show. I'm playing... Will you be singing? I am singing. I am... Uh, I My first life was as a dancer so I'm bringing back ballet and there's tap and there's uh, jazz and I'm playing and uh, there's monologues. <laughs> there's a lot going on and there's some multimedia stuff because I'm like, I feel like what happens is uh, the other issue with saying uh, female MC or this or that, I'm like, as someone who is married to someone who is also a polymath, who's a, uh, a producer, rapper, animator, editor, always gets referred to by the public as two or more things Yeah, on a continuous basis. And I was like, well, maybe what you need to do is get everybody in the same space. And if you have to be like, here's all the fucking shit, don't fucking say that anymore. Then, you know, at this least This is really giving me life right now because I, I feel like I always have to pick and choose all the things that they I'm don't. supposed to say I am. They don't. Again, explaining too much. That's it. I used to, my first answer was when I didn't know what to say anymore was just to say I'm Batman. It was, it was the part of that, uh, of, the, of the Michael Keaton Batman run yeah. that resonated with me the most. Yeah. He was like, what are you? And he was like, I'm Batman. And I was like, yes, um, relatable. I'm sorry. Now I see you on stage doing ballet singing and then stopping to say I'm Batman. <laughs> oh, a lot of shit happens. Don't worry about Wait, it. Wait, does your cat, Littles, mm -hmm. Littles is, does Littles make an appearance? Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Littles is a, a, a rescue. Uh, we rescued him from out, or he rescued himself, uh, white Turkish Angora, who's the most, who's the definition of white privilege. So I don't know if he will show up at the show or not. <laughs> he might. Uh, wow. All right. So where does baby Jean, mm. where does baby Jean start on this path? Um, I, what do puppets have to do with it? <laughs> see, see, I mean, puppets ask a normal question. No, 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 but, but I, I think that's included. Um, puppets <laughs> have to do with everything. There you go. Always. Also, more black women, more people of color in general doing puppetry and being seen doing that kind of shit needs to happen. So, um, Elmo was a one-off. We don't claim him anymore. Who? El Elmo, we don't claim him anymore. We can't. You know, here's the thing. I never liked Elmo. <laughs> Tell me more. He just, he just didn't, but I'm, but I'm, I also understand that I am an old person. And I am from the old Sesame Street and like Elmo showing. Yeah. And Gordon and Mr. Fucking Hooper and uh, Olivia and Maria and like, oh, I miss Maria. Oh, 
I just did a, I did a show with Marie. That was fantastic. And I was like, well, I can quit everything now. I was like, Jean, is that where your level is? I mean, is it did it? come full circle. It, it did. It came full circle. I, I felt like, well, Elmo being like the dividing line, being like, I think that's another generation because mm-hmm. there's something going on that's not reading. And it was, it was almost like you could feel the the frequency of things changing. It was a different tone. And I'm, I'm very, very careful to be like, no, it's not that it's trash. It's just that that's not, that's not built for you. Uh, my, my, both of my parents, uh, jazz musicians, my mom, a, a jazz singer, my dad, a jazz pianist. And so th- it was always cre- creativity around and, and I, they were, uh, very supportive of me kind of doing anything. But, but I also think if I had said I wanted to do something that was focused, uh, academically, they would have been like huge fucking surprise, but all right. <laughs> um, so, and, and my mom, uh, because she, uh, she was a rich, she had, she'd been a school teacher, uh, in South Africa. And, uh, when, when they moved in and, uh, she was like, I'm going to pursue my jazz dreams. Um, she still, she taught us and she taught us, uh, to read really early on, uh, which then backfired on her. And she was like, y'all doing too fucking much. <laughs> She was like, oh, no, no, no. Um, she always told me that I was walking around asking people what their signs were. But I was like, three? Yeah. And I was like, I'm Sagittarius. What are you? <laughs> I mean, I also now have a picture of baby Jean walking around being like, let me read your tarot. Yeah. yeah see? So I, I, it was um, early on and... Uh, being introduced to like school really early, being like, get out of the house. Here are a bunch of fucking books. Shut the fuck up. And also, here's Sesame Street, and here's Electric Company. And it and was such a couple languages yeah, while you're there. I, you know what? I fucking, I fucking wish I. No, but Maria taught me my first few Spanish words. Well, I, f- I figured we were in New York, so you yeah. you gonna know some. Well, yeah, there's Bodega Spanish, Spanish anyway. and then there's, <laughs> there's. I mean, yeah, I feel like in the eighties and nineties, you had to have just survival Spanish yes. anyway. Yes. Yeah, you gotta know yes. what the fuck is going. Yes. on. You're you, like, oh, I didn't know there was a box to, cutter. Yes, well, you should have known. <laughs> she called you a puta. You should have known. Um, <laughs> You better know if Maricon is coming from anyway. Um, uh, old New York, yeah. Yeah, when House Kitchen was actually House Kitchen. All, all of that, and and but I also I I, I grew up in um in uh, in the Chelsea Hotel in in Chelsea. Wow. So uh, like, talk about iconic. Yeah, for good and bad reasons. Yeah, and and you know when when it was the Chelsea, like my my parents, I was born in seventy six, and my parents moved there in seventy seven. So uh, all of it, all, all kind of, of it. all of it. But it was it was also like a, such a, a a magical time for for children's education, like a magical time for like uh, the punk movement and the art movement and just New York in general, and then a magical time for like things that were coming on. TV that weren't necessarily, uh, uh, not, not necessarily Sesame street, but like, uh, Emmett Otter's jug band Christmas and dot and the kangaroo. And then think Jim Henson, just basically fucking Jim Henson. Um, because puppets. Yeah. And so, so it was such a time that everything kind of encouraged you to use your imagination that it, it was 
watching all of these things that encouraged me to do that. It was um, uh, reading these books that encouraged me to do world building. It was my mom picking schools that were like, we're, we're fostering creativity, build your imagination. That's the most important thing. And then it was also old New York being that very kind of figure it the fuck out. We don't know. It's fucked up. Yeah, figure, figure it, out. it out. Yeah, not not everybody gets the trophy and everybody wins. No, yeah. How how hard are you gonna fucking try? <laughs> what what are you gonna do to make it? Nothing. Nothing that's was true. Nothing was wonderfully clean. Um, it was a dirty, <laughs> fucked up city. <laughs> but also, and you had to be creative. But also, the, like immigrant mentality. My mother's not from this country, yeah. and it was the same thing. She's like. It, Whatever, figure it She's out. She's like, I, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm not from here. Basically, <laughs> oh, they love that. They love talking about Americans. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh um, my gosh. She was, she was, she was, she was very good at that. My mom always, uh, she, she said, I'm, she always said, I'm, I don't consider myself an American, but I do consider myself a New Yorker. Oh, I was like, I mean, no, that makes perfect sense. Being yeah. the the one who did not grow up yep. around here. It to us, it was New York was different. Just like most people are like, yeah, we're from Louisiana. I don't necessarily know if that makes us the same kind of American culture because no, Louisiana I, I, I think it's, so I think different. it's mm-hmm, I, and I, I think it's really important for everyone to like absolutely understand where you came from and that kind of upbringing. So when I, I, I always see people being like, um, and she's from Brooklyn and I was like, I swear to God, I'm not from Brooklyn. This would be they very want, different. They want, right. They want to say that. Different. They want to say that because it's like, Oh yeah. Brooklyn rap. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. Chelsea. And also <laughs> let me tell you, like, I can't, there's no time. I learned this very early on uh, at rap shows that when everyone's shouting out their neighborhoods. Nobody's shouting out and Chelsea. No, I would have been Chelsea. like, and Chelsea! And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm from a place called Port Allen, Louisiana. No one's shouting out Port Allen. What, what, was, uh, what, what was going on when you were growing up, like in your, in, in your town? Uh, they were playing cricket in her front first, yard. Okay, so first of all, don't you dare. It is legal to ride horses down the street and burn trash in the backyard. That you make fun of. <laughs> we didn't know what cricket but, or the cross was. We don't. But but see, but see, here's here's what's amazing. Like, and and because I didn't grow up in Brooklyn or any of those things, like anytime anyone said the word like yard or trees, you know they or like horses. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Where like? are you from? What a dream. So it it was. It was all only things that I would see in yeah. movies. I'm like, yeah. we can't go outside to play. I mean, you want to go play in the middle of 23rd Street? Not, <laughs> not particularly, <laughs> motherfucker. But. I mean, we grew up with PNC and a lot of Triggerman, a lot of New Orleans Bounce, and I mean, that was that was us, you know. As as a teenager, before C Murder went to went to oh, went yeah. to jail. That was, well, that was, that it was, was right there was in the name. Up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He ch- chose that fate. Little bit. True that fate. Masterpiece. Mom was still working as a phlebotomist at Charity Hospital. Oh That's wow! I grew up. My sister worked for Masterpiece. I didn't realize mom. that. But my sister I love did how blood she's work. Masterpiece mom. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's all I knew. I mean, at that time, like he was like, "Oh yeah, Percy." For I those wish- of you who don't know, who are not old enough to know, Percy is Master P's real name. Master Percy. Great. They might not even know who Master <laughs> that's, that's why he kept it short. <laughs> so it also See, sounds like a great web series. Great. <laughs> Master, right. <laughs> Coming on right after Downton Abbey. <laughs> I mean, after- Master Percy. 
Can I just bring up something really, uh, really quickly? Sure. Why did, why did they name that white boy Percy Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the lightning thief, Percy Jackson? And then and then be like, and he's a lightning thief, like because you mean, uh, wait, you mean the son of Poseidon, Percy Jackson? Yes, his well, name is just checking to clarify. His name is Percy. They had Jackson. to give him. They had to give him I a black mean, name because he had lightning powers. It's a rule. <laughs> It's a rule. Like I, Percy Jackson, he's uh, like I want. I, he could keep the lightning rules, but then you got to give him like a Bluetooth and like a I Crown mean, Royal I, bag. I hate to where say he it, the he had the power of water. So I'm also going to debate this. Percy Jackson, mm, son of Poseidon. That's true. I need to put that all with together. the trident, with the trident and everything. Percy Jackson, son of Poseidon, could control water. I'm just because saying. How many black men do you know from the hood? Because he was from the city, so we'll just say from our neighborhoods, could swim. Oh, stop! There's a no, whole bunch of us from oh, islands that can, that can't okay, swim. Okay, admit. And I'm gonna put Calderon on this. Have the team fellas. Have the team. is coming to this conversation right now. Hold Water on. and electricity. Hold on. <laughs> Your parents are from an island. <laughs> huh? What happened? Uh, uh, we have someone in the audience who literally has refuted you. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and I will also historical, also when it came wait, out. Wait, wait. So historical context, a lot of it had to do with the fact of of segregation and African Americans not having access yeah. to pools and then therefore not having access to swim lessons. Right. Right. So let me be very clear right. that I am not being biased. Yes. But also she's like, no, she's like, no, I know I know my history. However, the disc still stands. <laughs> However, the and point for still exists. The boy's name is Percy, and his daddy is the god of water. For people who don't who don't know what we're talking about, Rick Riordan wrote a series called Percy Jackson Lightning Thief, and it was that Percy Jackson. Jackson and the Miracles. That's what it sounded like. Percy Jackson. What white man is named Percy? What if he just decided, I, this is not the life for me. I just want to go start my, my boy group. And, and Percy, Percy Jackson, Jackson was like, miracles. I would have watched that And movie. he would make miracles because he's a demigod. Yay, bitch. Give me that lightning. <laughs> I'm done. I'm Percy Jackson. I'm done. I have a feeling this is now would be part of your show. Please. No. I've just been mad about it for a long time. <laughs> so wait, you've been stewing on Percy Jackson for a minute? Yeah. Wow. So teenage Jean, not playing in the middle of 23rd Street. <laughs> yeah, this look on her face, though. <laughs> she did. Y'all can't see Jean. Teenage Jean. Teenage Jean. <sighs> uh, Were you I, dancing then? I had an injury. Mm. Uh, I was at Alvin Ailey, and uh, I had an injury when she I was about that real 12. casually, though. <laughs> I was. I was a very no. young member in the in, in company of Alvin Ailey, requested by Alvin Ailey. I said, like, that was that was my life. I thought that was going to be well, my no, life. Well, which, no, what's really funny about that is, and this, even Angelique doesn't know this, I used to go to the school. Really? But I didn't, you weren't Jean. No. In the school. No. So when you were in the, in the, like, company, I was like, I can do that. And then my dad stopped paying for classes and I couldn't. Oh. <laughs> So I was never in the class with you because you were above me. <laughs> this is but, a moment that's happening right but here. But I actually remember you did. Jean is clutching her pearls as she stares at Karima. <laughs> so it's funny that you brought oh, that up. It just tough. popped in my head. Yeah, it was really funny. Because it was when the school was over by, well, the Minskoff Theater, mm -hmm, which I think mm -hmm. it moved now. The Minskoff Theater. Remember oh, the Minskoff Tap Dance Kid? Oh, we shit. We are aging ourselves. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I mean, I, I kind of thought that was going to be my thing. And I was, um, I was like, oh, these, these were my plans I'd laid out for my life. I'm very pragmatic and I plan things at least 10 to 20 to 30 years ahead of the time. So the show that I'm doing at Joe's Pub, I'd always been like, and when I turned 40, I'll fucking do it. Like, I know I'm going to be here. I know that's where it's going to be. And then they offered me the show at 41. Ooh. Actually, they, they offered it to me at 40, but they wanted me to collaborate with someone. And I was like, fuck that. I want to do Talk it by, about, my, by my goddamn self. And then they came back and they were like, okay, you can do it by, Talk by yourself. Talk about speaking something to, into existence. Everything. Wow. Everything. But that's what it is. Like you're, it's, it's, it's more than controlling. That's, and I think that's why I get so mad when other people try to control my narrative. I'm like, bitch, come on. We don't have time for this. I'm trying to live out my fucking destiny and shit. Just fucking stop it with the small bullshit. But anyway, teen gene. Um, so I, 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 I think what, what happened is it was, you know, like, um, when, uh, uh, high school, uh, footballers or someone like they have an injury and then they, they're always like, well, that's it now. And then you kind of just stay in that place forever. And you're like, what if I could have been, I could have been, I could have been, you could have been a contender. I could have been. And I was like, I don't, I don't want that. So like, that was one, that was just one thing. And maybe you spent your your young life invested in it, but so the fuck what? Like, pick, pick fucking something else. I love pick a it. bunch of other things. And I love how you had such a supportive family that let you do that. Yeah. Because so many times it's like, pick something. You need to be successful. Just pick the one thing and do it. No. And, and you were allowed to explore all these avenues, even as a, as a child. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I also mainly think <laughs> it was because it was parents you. who were like, could you please just go? Can you just... <laughs> <laughs> Just, just do something. They couldn't I don't stop know. you. They just, they couldn't contain you. They, could, they, they were very supportive. When I, um, I went to uh, a fame school. I went to LaGuardia, um, and I was like, oh, okay. So, there's, I can't get in for dance. I got a broken foot. Uh, the woman who broke my foot. I'm sorry. Did you say the woman that broke your foot? It was a ballet class, and uh, it was a point class, and every day after class, she would uh, uh, take someone else and be like, and, and who's my next victim? And she would um, bend, l literally she was bend your foot. She was French. Yeah. I know exactly who yeah, you're yeah. talking about, because this woman gave me body positivity issues for was my Was it Miss Walsett? Yes. Yes. And this is so weird, because I'm having such a horrible flashback right I'm now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, so... she was a... Terrible person. She would bend your she would, foot. The I mean, French, uh, way, in, in a, the French in a, yeah. way, in terms of in terms of ballet, is to force your arch to increase increase your point. But I, I have very high arches, and I my my point was at like fucking incredible already. I didn't need it, but I also uh, you know although a lot of me is from my dad's side of the family, most of the other like gangly side is from my mom's side of the family, <laughs> and my bones are are small <laughs> and frail, and. And uh, she broke my foot, and I went to uh, Judith Jamison was in was in charge. Oh and, my god! And um, she was like, "Well, I, you know, what do you want to do?" I, and so I believe she was fired after that. Yeah. So now this dream that I've been working on, so that gets destroyed, and I'm like, "Well, fuck it. I'm still gonna audition for LaGuardia. I'm still, but 
Because if Leroy can do it, I'm kidding. I mean, yes. <laughs> and I was like, but Leroy well, was everyone's hero. And yeah. if Le- Le- I, everyone's I got to hero. sing Body that Electric and- with Leroy at a certain oh. point. But, but, later, but later for that. So um, I was like, well, I, so I was going to audition for dance and that was going to be my life. I was like, Jane, just fucking audition for everything. <laughs> the one of them got to work. Um, so I got in for vocal. I was a vocal major. Um, but when I went in for my dance audition, uh, they, you come in and there's, uh, you got to prepare, uh, you do like a class portion and then you got to uh, prepare your own choreography, which I fucking love doing. Uh, and I walked in the room and Miss Waltzak was one of the judges and I walked in and I was like, really am glad I'm auditioning for those other things. Wow. All right. Okay, because they the fired her from Haley and they hired her over at LaGuardia. What are the odds? And she looked at me and she was like, "So it was very early on. <laughs> I was twelve, and I was like, yeah, think things can get very fucking hectic. And what you always have to do is just not not even like back up dreams. Just just generally be fucking prepared to go." Always. You have like a full church choir out there right now. <laughs> but uh, other than that, like that was good. But then a lot of it was like uh, drinking a lot of 40s, smoking a lot of Newports, going to clubs at like 12, which I don't understand. No, no you could I know, back then. You could get I know, into the tunnel you could, if you were cute. You get a tunnel, sound factory, the muse, if you the were palladium. Cute. This is when they used to stand outside and pick people based on how how they were dressed and yeah. I, cause I was a British town kid. I grew up in Jersey. Mm-hmm. So my, I was born in New York. Gr- we did not like you. Right. <laughs> we would come in and it was, I, would, I always had like male friends I would, I would hang with and it was just to get into the club. Yeah. So you would pair up with somebody just to get in and then you go do whatever because it, they were very, they were trying to keep the ratio yeah, yeah. and everything. And I was like, yeah, oh, I was like d- 16 definitely. getting into the tunnel. Like, yeah, no, we should not have been in there. And we nope. didn't, we didn't like look 21 or anything. It took a long time for me to look 21. <laughs> I was like 35. <laughs> I was 12. I looked eight. I was like, what? Why are you letting us in here? This is crazy. Stop selling me 40s, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> when did you switch from, okay, I'm going to go from singing to rapping? Um, I had been uh, producing. Okay. for for a long time and and uh, my my brother because he was 6 years older than me so when uh, the 80s rolled around and we lived in the right area for that um he and he he's he's a, a visual artist so he he went to art and design um and so he became a part of like this very new wave scene um and which kind of opened up the door for me to to bands like that and so I was like you know, uh, uh, in junior high, listening to a lot of like uh, Depeche Mode, which uh, yeah, which put me in a very fun category <laughs> of black kids. <laughs> I, I'm sure I was in that. I was in that category. It didn't make any sense. Um, or to, to other people, it didn't make any sense because yeah. we could be categorized. That made sense to me. Yeah, there you go. But he was he was in a new wave band and he had a lot of uh, equipment in his room. Uh, his band was uh, fucking terrible, but they they looked great. Uh, I mean, that was the whole point, though. Yeah, it was the eighties. Yeah, they they looked fantastic. There's a lot of triangles everywhere. The eighties was said a lot of triangles. Nothing but fucking triangles. <laughs> Geometry, um, <laughs> but he he had a lot of uh, equipment in his room, so every time he would go out, I would sneak in and I would like start uh, using the keyboards and and learn how to use everything. And so when I was about like uh, thir- 13, 14, um, 
I asked my mom to get me a pair of Gemini BD-10s from the back of the Source magazine. And I was like, this is what I want. I want to be a fucking DJ. And I wanted to get that specific mixer because it had a, an eight-second loop sampler. And it had A, B, and C. Because what I was currently doing was making, like, pause tapes mm -hmm. and, like, trying to, to loop sounds over and over and then, like, record another sign behind it. And I don't know. On a, on a tape recorder. On a, on a tape recorder wow. with, like, and then record another thing, wow. uh, sample another thing. But just, like, you would have to catch it at the right time uh, unless you, you were using something off of VCR. But if there was, like, oh, I know what time that show is coming on. I want to use part of the theme song. I was like, this is, this is a lot. <laughs> this is taking too much. And so she got your mixer. She got me a mixer and uh, she got me the turntables. And then I think the next thing I got was like an SP12. And Whoa. then I fell in love with uh, and sonic keyboards and sampling. So but before any, any of the rapping stuff, I was making beats and I was DJing. Um, and so I would kind of show up in the park. And, and so there were all, all the kids quality, um, mainly uh, him and, and, and most, and everyone was like, well, we're all looking for beats. So I was like, oh, well, I got beats. I got all the beats. And so you I got all the beats. So you would sell, you would sell your beats? No, because nobody had any money because we were children. But it would it would it would always be for like sessions. Like you know, you all would go over to someone's house, and then someone puts on a beat tape, and everybody's writing. Um, and what happened was, I was like, "Y'all are okay." <laughs> I'm better. Is that is that how you said it? Did you like I didn't say it to them then. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's At all right. First. That's all right. I could do better than that. <laughs> sure, but if, if but have you heard of this? <laughs> and then you destroyed them. Yeah. Now I understand why she chose Jean the name Jean Grey. Grey came to slay. Yes. And her Phoenix Force is her beats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now when did sorry when, guys when did you no, no no it was beautiful when did you first when, when did you first pick up Jean Grey as the name um I had been uh my my name had been uh what what I I I I decided to change it for a few reasons I decided to change it because I feel like I'd found my voice really mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. rap and it was a lot more uh, murderous and aggressive than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, I was in this group called Natural Resource, and uh, we were they were you know they they were they replaced another girl who was rapping, and they were like, oh, we need another girl, and I was like, this was a terrible choice, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea what was going to happen, <laughs> but we'd be trying to write songs together, and I was like, okay, well, let's like try to come up with some some story concepts, and he was like, all right, we're going to a party. So we both go in the other, I make the beat, the beat plays, and it just loops over and over again. And we go in different rooms. We can both hear the beat to write the song. I, sp I specifically remember this because I was like, I think you know who you are now. Oh, My story <laughs> was that I got on the train and someone pulled the emergency brake. Um, and so, and then all the lights shut off. So everybody had to start uh, like walking through the tunnels. And then these we heard these uh, air raid sirens upstairs. And we're like, oh shit, it's the fucking apocalypse. And everybody started just fucking shanking each other. And he was like, and I was like, no, no, we still go to the party. But just not as many people because they're dead. Right. Wow. They're dead. And that 
actually, that was my idea. I was like, but the party is so good because, like, when's a better time to party? Than when everybody's dying. dying. Nobody's there. Like, we have all the liquor and the dance floor. (laughs) I mean... And it's a well-reinforced place. You know what? Prince wrote a whole album about 1999 and partying during the apocalypse. So, you know what? Yes. The group broke up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because they couldn't handle you. And and I I I was like I, I want to change my name I wanted it to be uh, because I have a lot of cool forms of of OCD I wanted it to be symmetrical and have the same amount of letters that I had before and that okay. always looks good in logos and when you're branding anything I just wanted so it to feel balanced. So triangles made you crazy. Circles. Well, I have uh, tryptophobia, but oh wow, really? Cl- the clusters of circles. So like holes and things. Yeah, fuck that. Like one of those chairs has a lot of holes in it. Like you can't. I don't, don't show me that. I, okay. <laughs> Nobody get up. Nobody get over. up. <laughs> um, the more you know. Yeah. I wow. She can kill you with fire, but we don't know show me. But I'm afraid of circles. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Storm is an omega level mutant who has all these powers, but she's fucking claustrophobic. claustrophobic. Yeah. That the fuck is that? Actually. Yeah, you heard me say it. Thinking about names, I was like, I went, of course, Storm was logically the first choice. I mean, yes. Logic. I mean, we only really had one choice back then. It was Because <laughs> right. we weren't going with Vixen. And yeah, my and Monica Rambeau no, just, I don't think, no. fit anybody from Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But my, no. my second choice Vixen. was The Thing. Because I thought <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And I just wanted to yell as clobber in time every time I went anywhere. Oh, fuck. I mean, that would have been amazing. Yeah, there's still time. I mean, but it's fine. My mother did the same thing with our actual names. My first name and my middle name have the same amount of letters as do all of my sisters. What are your sisters' names? Uh, Alva Rose mm-hmm. and Rochelle Anid. Ooh. Yeah, my she was also very creative with it. It wasn't mm. like she was being easy. Like she like sat yeah, there. All the names are I, like it's flowers. Like, it's and... like Antoinette, but there's no I in my name specifically because, because there's, there's been just, too many letters. It was too, too many, many letters. letters for Angelique. Ah, fuck with your mom. My, my, yeah, my mom gave us all. My mom gave us all African names, and just so people what's, could what's say, what's everybody's name? I'm Karama. My brothers are Kobe and Amon, and it's really funny. How was people, school? How was school for you? Right, let's, exactly. Let's like, do the roster, and then the pause happens, have, and you're like, I'm I, here. I specifically have a part in my show talking about the pause. <laughs> really? Um, and it was a, it was, it was, man, that's a personality shaping thing right there because you learn by like the the third year uh, definitely elementary school that they're reading down all the names and you're like oh they're doing it alphabetically i know we're gonna get there and then they're, and they're at like sarah and then they're like and i'm like here and i'm just gonna say here well and the worst part about it is i didn't get the pause they just pronounced it wrong angelique no they say angelique no that's not my first name oh right there's a reason why we don't go by our first name anymore uh or and then they would go well can i call you for short no that's not my name no but can i just tell you my mother my mother drilled that into us she was like my mother does not believe in nicknames she said if somebody can't say your name doesn't try to say your name they are not trying to really get to know you and they don't care anything about who you are as a person very true and i was like whoa so yeah i meet people on the street and they're like i'm I'm three like do you have a (laughs) nickname And then she wasn't prepared. Like, I'm in school. Do you have a nickname? No. My mother said, if you don't want to learn my name, that you don't really care about me as a person. 
Like, you're sitting alone. My first right. grade teacher was like, well, damn. The Give me my cookies back. And the only right. reason I was allowed to go by a nickname is because I was named after someone whose name was Papa Tony. So then they were like, okay, that's an acceptable nickname. Don't call me by my nickname. <laughs> that's a different movie. What's also interesting, being being a South African, but we are the, my myself and my brother are the only people in my entire family with African names. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, it was the seventies. Yep. And my mom was like, we're, we're, we're traveling back to South Africa to have them born here. And, and she wanted us to have African names, but nobody else. And, and which, (laughs) which was a lot of the older people in the family were like, why are you fucking doing this? What are you giving them these fucking names for? Because we were in you know, my, my mom's birth name. Well, this is also an old people born in 1936 name. Yeah. But Beatrice Bertha Benjamin. Whoa. And my dad's name was named after Hitler. What? It's Adolf Johannes Brandt. Wait, no, no, um, no, no, no. I don't want to, I don't want to miss this. Adolf. Did you just say your dad is not white? No. How do you go around with that name? He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He well, his his stage name immediately became a dollar brand when he was old enough, mm-hmm. and then he became Muslim and changed it to uh, Abdullah Ibrahim, which of course uh, changed all of our last names from Brand to Ibrahim, which is why I people never understand when I'm like you. In order for you to get uh, any sort of ID, it takes me so much. Yeah, I have to come through with a birth certificate. Oh, I have lost it many times. Oh my God. I was on tour for 20 years. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. True. That's true. I got put on. It's in the show. Um, <laughs> I have to bring my, my, my birth certificate, my social security card, my naturalization, my name change papers. And I'm like, wow. I don't fucking. So for a long time, I just gave up. I, I just, I had nothing. So. I did mention earlier that you were a minister. Mm-hmm. How did are, you're literally an ordained? Yes. Okay. So I, I have like, married people. So I was like, you married people. Say Jean Grey. Will, I have will officiated you me? weddings. You could, you could have. Is absolutely. that why you got it, or did you get it for another reason? Did you start your own church? Yes. So, so Church of the Infinite You. Of the Infinite You. Okay. And mm-hmm. when this church, you weren't just marrying people. No. You're getting people. What, what was the? It, it was it was a full on. Uh, I I would write like. Um, probably about an hour of a sermon. Um, and then uh, we had a church choir. And really? I would um, rework and rearrange songs wow. to do. Uh, I don't necessarily belong to any religion. Mm-hmm. Um, I. What was your goal with the Church of the Infinite You? Um, it, it started while I was on tour, mm-hmm. um, and I was much younger and I started just people like talking to me randomly. And I thought, uh, the tattoos would be a deterrent. <laughs> nope. They are not people. Something happens and they tell me a lot about their lives. And I would end up in these conversations with people, just all walks of life, whether it's uh, in a diner or like a, a waiter or we're at a bar and, uh, the I, I started asking people uh, and I was like, what do you do? And then my second question was, no, what do you what do you really do? Because mm-hmm. uh, that's a far more interesting question. And that's when doors open and they're like, oh, 
Well, I mean, I'm not doing it right now, but I'm a writer. Like, I'm trying to be a writer, or my dream is to be a baker, or my dream is to be a comedian. And it was always, always, always creative work. And I had for a while kind of been living my tour life because you got to find some way to like reconcile it with yourself inside your soul because it's a crazy fucking life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's when Fight Club came out. And uh, I was like, I've never related to a movie more. As he was like, I keep traveling and you wake up in a city and you don't know if you're really there and you don't know what's happening. This is my life. Oh, wow. Um, and I was like, oh, I could be Tyler Durden because there's that scene <laughs> where he, he uh, takes his dude out and he takes him out to the, the alley mm-hmm. and he puts a gun to his head and he's like, all right, Raymond Essel, uh, what, what did he's, he's working at this like convenience store and he's like, but what do you really, what's the thing that you really want to do? And he tells him he wants to be a veter- veterinarian and he was like, all right, I'm going to keep your ID and uh, I'm going to come back for you in a year. And if you're not on your way to being a fucking vet, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I was like, that is inspiring. (laughs) I love that. Sometimes you have to threaten people. (laughs) Or sometimes they just need to be fucking reminded that that thing has not gone away. And it's It's you're you're never going to be fully fucking you until you do all the things that are in there. You have to. And Mm -hmm. I'm not I was like. And so I had these conversations with people and I was like, I'm going to keep in touch with you um, and I'm just going to check up on on you being on the way to doing something. And And if you're not a writer, I'm going going to to fucking kill you. (laughs) I tried to not say that. I may have said it a couple of times and they were like, ha ha. And I was like, "Uh aha. I like to repeat that Jean Grey came to slay. Yeah. (laughs) And it keeps This is the name of this episode. I'm just letting everybody know. Even Uh, when it's out of love. Yes. I, 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 I will murder people out of love. Um, out of not, I love you. Not out of the, out of the importance of uh, 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 how detrimental not following your dreams is, I think, because you're fucking killing yourself anyway, mm-hmm. or just falling victim to what the rest of the world has in store for you. And fuck that, nobody got no plans for me. These are my plans. Um, so, so last- it, it was that I I couldn't talk to people one by one. It was taking too long. Mm-hmm. I was like, but if I can get everyone in a room, yeah. Uh, over and over again and if they can't hear the words they can hear the music and then people would come up and volunteer things um and uh it was real emotional mm-hmm. it was a lot um a lot of people quit their jobs a lot of people got divorces Ooh. a lot of people move out of the country um and it, it was getting to the point where it was very overwhelming one two there were not enough black people there mm. and the only conversation I was having was that I was doing this church and I was like, something about that doesn't feel right to me. Not that I don't want to help everyone, but specifically we have an issue with being able to say, and the church's motto is save yourself. There you You go. It's not, um, whether you believe what you believe, it's not, being like, I'm giving up my power to anyone else or anything else. I'm not. This isn't anything else. Take the wheel. And it's not someone else being anything in charge. Else take the wheel. And it's not spending time explaining yourself or it just just none of that. That it is incredibly important for us to take this time to be like, no, I'm on my shit. This is my shit. 
So we're gonna take some questions. We're gonna no, fuck that. Yeah, she's out. She's out. Thank you though. Oh, actually, before questions, yes. Tell everybody when the show is again. Uh, it's a Joe's Pub, July 11th through the 13th. I will be very sad and angry because if nobody comes, because oh. I generally don't work hard at doing things. I work a lot. I have. I've never challenged myself this much to the mm -hmm. point where like my brain is melting and then getting through something and being like, you could fucking do it. You did it. You've like leveled up. Um, so if you don't come to see the show, I will kill you. <laughs> Your loved and on that ones. note, we're any questions? questions from the so, audience. Anybody else got a question before we're, I go to watch it? Like, <laughs> Cause watch is going to have a long question. Oh, what I wanted to ask was, have you considered branching out into wellness products, being the polymath that you are? I feel like everything I do should be taken as a wellness product. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's um, uh, actual physical things. I think uh, thoughts turn into things. So hopefully uh, my idea is that uh, I can put out enough of these thoughts because in the end, none of it is for me. Like it, the satisfaction of doing it and being like, I did it is fine. But the idea that me saying this inspires someone else to do that is really what the fuck it is. And I hope that for all of us, that leads to some sort of fucking wellness. Awesome. Bert, any other questions? So from, uh, from all your time on the road, have you, like, is there, are there any elements that you gleaned from that those experiences now having spent so much time out there that you bring into anything that you do currently um i think uh uh man being <laughs> being on the road taught me a lot about myself it 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 gave me like i think because I was always the only woman. I was touring with a bunch of dudes everywhere around the world, which is a fucking lot. Um, so because I was already separated from the group naturally, I think it 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 pushed me into being like, well, what's your what's your style of rock star then? And kind of finding myself and they were like, Gina's fucking crazy. I was like, why? Because I have this tiny portable fog machine that I bring with me to every show. You didn't think of that bitch. It's not my problem. <laughs> it was, it was being able to come up with, with all of these things and being, being yet again, kind of forced to find yourself, um, in, in a sort of natural separation of things. And I, I think that that never goes away. That and that I love uh, making a home. Fucking love. It. Oh, really? Like, so there might be so like Jean Grey interior design collection. I would love to. Oh. Thank um, you so much. Yo, thank you. I'm inspired. Like, like I'm we gonna, know you're exhausted. I listen. I took nothing, nothing, nothing else on this month. And I was Aww. like, fuck it, I'm not doing that. And I saw that it was you guys, and I was like, no, this is this is important. Aww. Thank you. So now that Thank I'm exhausted, you. I have no idea what I've said today. <laughs> Great. I will listen to it back at some point. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but um, but thank you both for, for what you do together and what you do separately and just being thank you. um I, I would have loved as a as a kid or even as an adult to look out there and be like, hey, I can fucking be like her. I, I understand it, it speaks to me. 
Well, we so. did that to you, so thank you. Thank you. And and you've justified my hatred for that teacher. Let's <laughs> <laughs> all go on Google, uh, Facebook, uh, y'all. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, and thank you guys. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> told you. Oof. Told Lord. you. <laughs> That was a journey. It was over the river, through the woods, down the Mississippi, up through Kansas, through the flyover <laughs> states. But it was fun. I could have talked to Jean for like three more hours. In fact, we almost did. Uh, we we <laughs> might have. We are. We are actually. We are. We're going to just keep talking to her even though the show is over. We're going to just keep talking to her. Shh, don't tell her the show is over. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But we it, it really was a lot of fun. And... I actually have a full understanding of polymath now. And I also am really, really inspired because I'm going to stop explaining myself so much. I'm really going to start practicing that and just start living my truth and, you know, sleeping when I'm tired and drinking when I'm thirsty and and stop. (laughs) I mean, these are all really good things. Were you not doing these things? No, I think I think especially in the business we're in, we can turn we can toward ourselves into what we want or what we think other people want. And so you see me on 38th Street on Chelsea with an afro and a dashiki, you know what happened? I mean, I feel like that sounds like a regular Thursday, friend. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, you, yeah, there, you who's listening to this podcast, uh, make sure that you're subscribing uh, on all the places where you listen to podcasts, but also stay tuned yes. for our July episode. Yes. Because it may or may not be a remote episode. Uh-oh. I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're working on that as we speak, but we will let you know. Secret. Yes. Yes. Okay, we're going to go now because Chuck is, Chuck is staring at us. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Chuck here too. <laughs> Always.